Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This morning, a family reunited. The miracle moment police found little Cleo Smith. Unanswered questions. What we know about the 36-year-old suspect in the four-year-old's disappearance. Also this morning, bank balance boost. The tax cuts that have hit pay packets across Australia. And tradition restored. Melbourne's iconic Carols by Candlelight back for Christmas. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Four-year-old Cleo Smith is waking up in her own home safe and well after an 18-day nightmare which saw her taken from a remote campsite in WA's northwest. Her disappearance sparked an agonising search that captured the hearts of the nation. What so many feared would end in tragedy is being celebrated as a triumph, not just in WA, but around the world. A moment so few thought possible. Cleo Smith swept up in the arms of safety. Rescued by police, all of it caught on body cam. They broke down the door, all four of them fathers. And there she was, awake. Then came her little voice. A sight, a sound that would capture a nation. Just a very, very sweet, um, energetic girl, very very trusting and very open with us. You know, we all wanted to take turns in holding her. <laughs> her prison, a stranger's home, hidden from view, scared and alone. Cleo was found in a locked room. One of the guys jumped in in front of me and, um, and picked her up and, and I, you know, I just wanted to be absolutely sure that, um, you know, it certainly looked like Cleo. Um, I wanted to be absolutely sure it was her, so I said, what's your name? And she didn't answer and I said, what's your name? <laughs> um, she didn't answer again. So I asked for a third time and then she looked at, looked at me and she said, my name's Cleo. 18 days of asking, where is Cleo? She was closer than anyone thought. Two minutes from the Carnarvon Police Station, seven minutes from her family home. A low-key suburban duplex nestled amongst a tight-knit community. It's scary that a guy that grew up in this town and know a lot of people, like family members of a lot of people around here too, it's a shock that we didn't actually see it. We didn't take notice of it. That community may have helped trigger the alarm. Visited the house to drop something off and then he seen something. From what they said is they did see the, the little girl. 
but the million-dollar reward is unlikely to be claimed. No, it wasn't a tip-off as such. No, it was, it was through the work that the team was doing, just methodically going through all of the work, all of the evidence. Most of it phone data. The 36-year-old man suspected of taking Cleo from her family's tent. Locals say he was a loner, kept to himself, now accused of kidnapping and holding captive a four-year-old little girl. And just walking around town, it feels like this cloud has been lifted Hours after Kelly was arrested, an ambulance took him from the lock-up to hospital. I don't know, I just heard a bit of banging in that, a bit of banging, and he that on the wall. Kelly left a trail of blood, heard screaming, I'm sorry. The breakthrough, unexpected, unlikely, unbelievable. <laughs> they may have lost Chloe, but they never lost hope. Keziah Dawn, 7 News. In other news this morning, the federal government will reveal today tax cuts have added more than $10 billion to the pay packets of millions of workers in the September quarter. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. The Treasurer is confident our economy will recover from the pandemic. Yeah, the government confident that they have put the measures in place that will allow the economy to bounce back. And new figures released today shows that the acceleration of the stage two of the government's personal income tax cuts accounted for $5.6 billion in tax relief alongside the $4.6 billion from the extension of the low and middle income tax offset. These tax cuts that came into effect in July have added more than $10 billion to the pay packets of millions of workers. On average, from July to September, that's meant an additional $879 per person, with that extra spending money helping the budget bottom line. The tax savings coming as New South Wales and Victoria and the ACT were plunged into ongoing lockdowns, with Treasurer Josh Frydenberg saying despite the impact of those lockdowns, the economy remains in good shape. Jody, A relief. Thank you, Taylor. Thousands of teachers in New South Wales are up against the clock with the deadline for the state government's COVID vaccine mandate fast approaching. From Monday, all schools will shut their gates to unvaccinated staff. Things are tight and in some areas, as we know, there is a, a fairly critical staffing shortage. It's very hard for principals to find uh, many casuals who are available for short-term reliefs. 97% of teachers have had both jabs, but that leaves almost 5,000 who haven't confirmed if they've had a jab. Melbourne's Carols by Candlelight will welcome back a live audience on Christmas Eve. 10,000 people will be able to attend the traditional event at the Sydney Maya Music Bowl this year. Organisers say it's a wonderful development after a year where so many family and friends have been kept apart. Tickets go on sale on November 17. The Queensland government wants local police to keep conducting random border checks once the state reopens on December 17. Queensland is set to ease its tough border rules once the state hits 90% double vaccinated. But checkpoints will stay in place along the New South Wales border regardless. Former Prime Minister Tony Abbott has thrown his support behind disgraced Victorian Liberal MP Tim Smith. The 38-year-old was charged with drink driving after crashing his car following a night out in Melbourne. He blew almost triple the blood alcohol limit. If you want me to resign from Parliament right now, I'm not going to do that. Mr Smith is under pressure from Liberal leader Matthew Guy not to recontest his seat of cue at the next election. 
More than two-thirds of Melbourne's monthly rainfall has hit the city in one day. Since 9am yesterday, 45mm has fallen across the city. The monthly average is just 60mm. Some of the outer suburbs recorded closer to 50. Today is looking much clearer for the state, but the Bureau is warning more showers and storms are on the way over the weekend. The Commonwealth Bank will become the first major Australian bank to allow customers to buy and sell cryptocurrency. It will trade 10 different currencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum and Litecoin, directly through its app. A pilot of the crypto exchange will be available within weeks. The move is part of a bid to appeal to younger customers. Astronauts at the International Space Station have settled in for a taco dinner made with chilies grown on board. They were planted back in July and are now ready for harvesting and tasting. NASA says it's one of the most challenging experiments ever attempted, paving the way for more fresh food to be grown in space. With the summer bushfire season almost here, the New South Wales Rural Fire Service has brought in some new recruits. Their job, save lives, protect homes and reduce the risk. The other challenge is that they're goats. They're quirky, adaptable and apparently good at fighting fires. So much so, this mob, all 40 of them, has been appointed the first official goat brigade. No kidding. Grazing gates is something that's been used around the world for quite some time. You won't see them slinging hoses, but in a way they really are in the thick of it. Bringing all that fuel down and, you know, eating it and converting it into a bit of goat manure, which is uh, much less flammable than, than all the grass and, and other brush that's around at the moment. Able to eat half a hectare a month, able to operate whatever the weather. Everything is on the table when it comes to responding to bushfires and that's the way it's going to have to be in the future. The goat brigade's on trial statewide, one of the bushfire inquiry's recommendations. Half a billion dollars spent in response so far, including 80 million expanding and modernising the fleet. All of these new appliances have protective systems built in. They've got heat curtains on the cabin and cabin sprays as well to protect the crew inside. They've also got sprays on the outside of the vehicle to make sure it does not stop moving. It's only to be deployed in a worst case scenario and I can tell you what, it really does work well. So whether you hear this or this, you know a team of dedicated rural firefighters is there to help. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Images of some of the most extreme weather of the past year have been captured as part of a national photo competition to feature in the new Weather Bureau calendar. Snapped by amateurs and professionals right across Australia, the dramatic shots freeze some spectacular moments. Yeah, so another one of my favourites is that February image. That's all the rain and hail that is falling out of the cloud and even the sun's at the right angle to give us an impressive little rainbow there. The calendar can be ordered online from the Bureau of Meteorology. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading more than 140 points lower. The Nasdaq up 16. In London, the FTSE fell. Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 126 points lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also down. The All Lords ended the session in the green and the ASX 200 also finished higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,763 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 81 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74 US cents, 84 Japanese yen, and a dollar for New Zealand. 
Children as young as five have started getting the COVID vaccine in the US after regulators gave their final approval. Millions of Pfizer doses have been shipped to health providers with the rollout expected to pick up pace in coming days. We'll hit the ground running and probably by the beginning of next week we'll be at full speed. The Pfizer jab for children is one third of the dose given to adults and teenagers. A lawyer for the Armourer from Alec Baldwin's movie Rust has suggested sabotage may have led to the fatal on-set shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. The lawyer is claiming a disgruntled crew member could be to blame. Morning, Jody. Yes, this is a particularly sinister explanation for what went wrong on October 21st. Actor Alec Baldwin, 63, drew what he thought was a harmless prop gun in the church on the set of Rust in New Mexico, fired what he thought was a blank, the bullet, a live bullet, killing Helena Hutchins, a 42-year-old mother and chief cinematographer, and wounding the director, Joel Souza. Uh, this explanation coming this morning, though, is quite remarkable. The lawyers for the young armourer, 24-year-old Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who's been at the centre of blame in the uh, days since, uh, say that in fact the guns had been secured uh, in the hours before the accident, but that a packet of rounds marked dummy rounds had not been secured, and they theorise that's where the problem may have come from. We're assuming somebody put the live round in that box, which if you, if you think about that, uh, the person who put the live round in the box of dummy rounds had to have the purpose of sabotaging this set. There's no other reason you would do that, that you would mix that live round in with the dummy rounds. The day before the deadly shooting, crew members walked off the set in part to uh, criticise what they said were appalling safety measures. Some theorise in that disgruntled group, someone may have put the deadly bullet in the blank rounds packet. Jody. Very sinister. OK, thanks, Tim. A powerful earthquake has rocked Chile. Security video captured a shaking street light and fences after the magnitude 5.9 quake hit. The colourful city of Valparaiso is the epicentre. Video posted to social media shows ceiling lights swinging during the tremor. So far, no damage or casualties have been reported. At least 22 people have died after a bus plunged into a ravine in Pakistan. Officials say the bus skidded off the road after the driver failed to negotiate a sharp turn. At least two children were among those killed in the crash. Another eight passengers were wounded, with several in a critical condition. Prince Charles has rubbed shoulders with Hollywood and fashion royalty at the Climate Summit in Glasgow. The Prince of Wales met celebrity designer Stella McCartney, who's showcasing a sustainable fashion installation at a local art gallery. Actor Leonardo DiCaprio was also visiting. Prince Charles then stopped by McLaren's headquarters to view the manufacturer's new Formula E electric racing car. Consumer Group Choice has named and shamed companies making big promises which it says haven't been delivered. Their annual Shonky Awards call out the worst products and services they've come across in the last year. Breville's Food Cycler won the top prize, costing around $2,000 a year to run and failing to live up to its claim of slashing household waste by 80%. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. Australia's T20 international squad remains confident that it has what it takes to beat Bangladesh in tonight's must-win game. Spinner Ashton Agar says they're a different side to the one that lost its first series to the Tigers back in August. But they must prevail tonight to remain in the World Cup chase. India has cruised to a 66-run victory over Afghanistan. Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul's opening stand of 140, powering them to two for 210, the highest total in this year's tournament. Batting prodigy Will Pekovsky's career remains on hold, with the opener set to miss the start of the Ashes. Pekovsky is still suffering the effects of his 10th concussion a month ago. It leaves at least one spot up for grabs for the, gra- for the Gabba test, with Marcus Harris firming as favourite to open with David Warner. Australian Olympic sailor Tom Slingsby has had a dream start in the TP52 World Championship. On board for the South African-flagged Phoenix team, Slingsby combined with America's Cup veteran Cameron Dunn as they moved to the top of the leaderboard on the first day of the competition. The guys were sailing really well. Um, we were fast upwind and, uh, yeah, two good results, but it's the first day out of five, so we've got a long way to go. The championship is in Spain this week. Australian rising star Alexi Poprin has advanced to the Paris Masters round of 16 after world number three Stefano Tsitsipas was forced to retire with an arm injury while down 4-2 in the opening set. Fans have celebrated well into the night after the Atlanta Braves snapped a 26-year World Series drought with a 7-0 win over the Houston Astros in Game 6. The Braves delivering the championship back to fans for just the second time since 1966. The Atlanta Braves are on top of the baseball world. Three-time home run hero Jorge Soler was named series MVP. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs with areas of low pressure will trigger rain and storms locally heavy over eastern WA, the Northern Territory, southern Queensland, New South Wales and eastern Victoria. Onshore winds will continue driving showers into coastal Queensland. 
Partly cloudy in Brisbane today, a top of 25 degrees. A shower or two in Sydney, also heading for 25. Rain in Canberra, 18. Partly cloudy in Melbourne with a top of 19. Partly cloudy also in Hobart today, 19 the top. Sunny and 25 degrees in Adelaide. Mostly sunny, 24 in Perth. And a shower or two with a possible storm, 36 degrees the top in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 4th of November.